All right, and we're back from, t- and we're about to get ready and call, ready to call, I'm sorry, my bestie buddy, my best friend, god sister, Marquita, and she's going to also talk to us just for a few minutes about manifestation as well. Hope you all enjoyed Melanie, Melody, I'm sorry. <coughs> Hello. Hello, Marquita. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good, good. How is it uh, being in a big city of Jonestown, Mississippi? It is awesome. Tell your grandma I said happy birthday. I think I'm late. No, I'm t- it's today, right? And, yeah. And your granddad yeah. tomorrow? Yeah. And Kennedy's was yesterday. Oh, okay. So y'all down there having all type of birthday parties. And you know it. Okay, turn up. Well, uh, for, uh, podcast world this is marquita perry marquita i know for a fact that i said your job title wrong so can you tell them what you do for a living because i know i said it wrong uh application support specialist she's an application support specialist i think i said you were a computer analyst i think that's what i said uh (laughs) so i apologize sister that is what i said so you know today we're talking about manifestation and I've already mm-hmm. given the, the audience a definition, the Webster definition of manifestation. But I wanted to know, what is your definition of manifestation? Well, I guess to me, manifestation is an, anything that an idea, goal or whatever that comes true. You know, um, and it can be unexpected or it can be something planned. Oh, okay. Anything I did go, it could be unexpected or planned. What was your first encounter with manifestation? Do you feel like what was the first thing where you noticed like, Oh, I thought about this or maybe I talked about it, but I, I didn't necessarily plan for it. But Oh, this happened because I knew I was thinking about it and I wanted it to happen. Okay, so my experience with manifestation is through um, word, you know, the word manifestation, word power. Okay. And I know everyone been told um, that your words have power. So this was, this was March. I know exactly, this was March 2014. Uh my manager at the time, he was uh, getting ready to uh, make a move to Bossier City, Louisiana. Uh, and this was somebody that when I first uh, started working in IT, I, it, it wasn't my first job, but it was my first job in my field. And, uh, you know, he was the one that trained me and, you know, taught me a lot of things or whatever. So we was rather close. Mm-hmm. So when we were saying our goodbyes, he said, Marquita, I'm going to miss you most of all. And I was like, whatever, Andy, uh, <laughs> I will be down there with you in six months. Mind you, I was not thinking about moving at the time. I was working two jobs. I didn't know exactly what I was going to do, but I was like, oh, I need to be doing something um, else because I'm kind of tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, I didn't, I wasn't serious, you know, let me just, I wasn't serious what I, what I said to him. I was just like joking, like whatever, Andy, I'll be down there six months. You ain't going to miss me. I'm going to be right down there with you. 
so um uh oh um also back to i was working two jobs so at that point i had been working two jobs for two years okay and I was um, working nine hours at one job, and at the other job, I worked at six or seven, sometimes eight hours. And you know for a fact, it was like rare that I was off from both jobs at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was working those two jobs off basically a, roughly three to five hours worth of sleep. Like I worked my full time job from four to one. And then I'll get off shower in the bed at two, back up at five because I had to be at the part-time job at six. So I leave the part-time job between one and three. It just depends. Like if it's something somewhere local, then I'll get off at one. I'm back at home, shower, and I could probably take an hour nap before I had to be at my full-time job at four. Uh, but if we was off-site somewhere, it might take me a couple hours to get um back home so I could shower chase clothes so you know basically I'm just running right into work off three hours of sleep so after doing that for two years because I'm just like you know I'm the energizer energizer bunny I'm unstoppable unstoppable like when I know I need to do something or something needs to be done I'm gonna do it Mm-hmm. So I know I need to pay bills, even though my bills weren't that expensive, like, but, you know, I had made some bad financial decisions, you know, getting credit cards and loans and stuff like that. So I was paying stuff off. And, um, you know, I was close to paying some stuff off, but I still had some stuff to go, some um, some things to go. So I uh, had a conversation with the Lord. I'm like, Lord, you know, your girl can rumble with the best of them but your girl is tired. I'm like, you know, it's kicking my tail. And it was, you know, it was affecting my full-time job because sometimes I was late for work because I don't overslept, you know, so I'm dealing with that. Then it started affecting my health because by me working so much, I wasn't cooking for myself. So I'm eating out three, you know, I'm eating fast food three mm-hmm. times a day. You know, when I go to the full, part-time job, you know, I get up that morning, I'm stopping at McDonald's, getting me my coffee and, you know, my little breakfast sandwich and, you know, going to the part-time job. And then doing the lunch, I'm going to fast food somewhere. And then in between, like, you know, when I'm going to the part-time, when I'm going to the full-time job from the part-time job, I might grab, you know, a snack or something like that because I needed so much uh, food to fuel me, you know, to keep me going. And then, you know, I'm in my full-time job and, you know, they was cooking at first, but they had stopped cooking, I want to say, at that point. So I had um, went to the doctor just for, you know, my little checkup or whatever, come find out my blood pressure was high, you know. It was like 200 and something over 114. And so they was... um, you know, they wanted to put me in the hospital, and I'm up there like, because in the killing part about it, I was working two jobs, but I still didn't have health insurance. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So I'm down there. I'm like, please don't send me to the birth room because I cannot afford that bill. Like, I'm working two jobs trying to pay all bills, so I can't afford uh, a hospital bill? No. Yeah. So they, 
you know, told me just, okay, they gave me some emergency high blood pressure medication, told me to lay down, don't move or nothing. And when they came back in there like an hour later, uh, I was at uh, Avery hearing, you know, my pressure was down. So they gave me a prescription for high blood pressure medication and they wanted me to come back, you know, to see if, um, you know, how my pressure was doing. And, uh, you know, I came back and it was okay, but it's still more optimal. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've been on high blood pressure medication ever since then, because, you know, at this point, like, you know, the high blood, the medication really was regulating my pressure. You know, I'm not, it don't stay low on its own. So that's something I'm definitely working on. Well, I need to be working on, let me change that. In my mind, I'm working on it. I know what I need to do, but <laughs> I haven't put that. In, you haven't manifested that part place. right now. I haven't manifested that part. I haven't put it in place. But uh, I know my thoughts belong. Should have called someone else. So, how did you get to Andy? Because you eventually got uh, to Andy. Take us there. Okay. Take us okay. how you got so to Andy. Okay. Well, so uh, I got laid off. And, uh, like I said, I had the conversation with the Lord, like, you know, I could ride with the best of them, but your girl Ty, I need some relief. And he told me to quit my part-time job. I'm like, no, Lord, that's not what I need right now in my life. Like, I need more money. Like, oh, I you need told him no. job. Yeah, I was like, no, that ain't what, that, that is not going to fix my problem. <laughs> and he said, no, no worries, my child. I have, I got you. And so when I got laid off, I said, wait a minute now. I thought you said you had me. This is not having me. <laughs> this is destroying me. Like, what is going on? So I was still working the part-time job. Mm -hmm. And I had went full-time with it. And I was like, okay, the part-time job, cool. But, Lord, let's be honest. You know that is not finna pay no bills no long time. <laughs> like, I'm going to end up with another job. I'm like, Lord. Right now, I'm just, I'm in your hands. Like, my next step, you know, got to, my next step going to be your will. Like, whatever way you want me to go. Because right now, I don't know, and I I have no idea which way to go. So he said, okay, I said, so what do I need to do? You know, and he said, quit that part-time job. I was like, no. Who is this talking to me? Cause this ain't he ain't hearing nothing I'm saying. <laughs> because like, did he not hear me? Like the part time job ain't gonna pay the bills, but he want me to quit that job too. Still, he was like, I told you to quit it in the beginning. <laughs> so you know, he wanted me to jump out there. Yeah, and show him that I had faith and I had faith in him and that he was going to deliver me where I needed to be. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it because I ain't got nothing else to lose. You know, I'm looking at like, I had called my grandma. I was like, you know, it was push come to shove. I'm like, and I didn't even realize like, because he could have got me laid off sooner. But where he got me laid off at, my lease was about to be um, ending in like a month. My lease was uh, ending in about a month. Make so, sure you say what Miss Perry said to you. Oh, 
<laughs> so <laughs> when I went to my grandma, I'm like, grandma, uh, you know, I'm looking for another job. I said, well, push come show my lease about to be up. I'll just move back in with you. And she said, nah, baby, you're going to find you something. <laughs> <laughs> and you and your grandma, what I want y'all to know, podcast world, Maquita and her grandma are extremely close. So please don't think that there was a, like a, like, oh, no, no I don't want you. There was a, there was God using her grandmother to keep pushing her where she needed to be. <laughs> exactly. And uh, another thing is I was the last grandchild left with my grandmother, like, my sister brother had moved out, my cousin, everybody was gone except me. And I I know I know I'd be, you know, alone, but just bear with me. I didn't wanna leave because, you know, the people in the public was like, you know, your grandma older, your grandma don't need to be there by yourself. I'm like, they right. Like how I'm gonna leave my grandma like that. And, you know, I was going to work but I was kinda like I was just going through the motions. And like you had moved to Memphis, uh, Gina had moved to South Haven, and uh, one day, you know, I was in the den, and I thought I would watch a TV, <laughs> but I was looking out the window, and it didn't. I didn't realize I was looking out the window until my grandma said, "Child, what is wrong with you?" And I was like, "What you mean?" She said, "Why is you staying out that window like that?" And I was like, "What?" And I'm like, "I am staying up. What is wrong with me for real?" You know, and she was like, you know, I don't know, you know, what it is or whatever, but whatever it is, she said, uh, you got to do what's best for you. And uh, that's how, like, uh, you know, she, that was what I needed to hear to explain to her, like, what I was feeling. And I was like, well, you know, all my friends, are moving out it's like they're taking the steps to the next phase of their life and i feel stuck here and i'm ready to go and she said well go and i said but i don't want to leave you alone you getting older like i don't want you here by yourself and she was like i will be okay she was like and, you know, if you get to, a, you know, another place, if I, you know, get too sickly or too old to be here by myself, I could come stay with you anytime. Or, and, or, you know, she was like, you know, so you don't have to stay here for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was like, because that's going to make you miserable. You know, so yeah. that, you know, she was the reason why I stepped out. And when I stepped out, stepped out I kept stepping. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. so that's why I was working the two jobs because I wasn't going to fail. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, you know, I didn't want to have to ask my parents or nobody for money or anything like I, I got to be able to prove to myself that I could take care of myself, you know. So, um, yeah, I guess I got laid off and, you know, the Lord told me to quit the part time job. So. You know, I wrote the letter, you know, it was the hardest level I ever took. I mean, I ever seen it, whatever. The letter went hard. It wasn't like an emotional attachment. It was just like, I'm really doing this. This is crazy. This is crazy. And I was like, well, you know, I said, if you go do crazy, do crazy for the Lord. So, you know, I sent the uh, the email or whatever. So, like, the next day we had a store to do. And, the, you know, the my store manager or whatever talking to me. And she was like, you know... Oh, I'm so sorry that you're leaving and this and that. 
and you know other people overheard they was like didn't you get laid off for your full-time job like yeah they was like ain't this your only income i'm like yeah and they was like so why are you quitting this job and the only answers i had for them was the lord told me to the younger people looking at me like I'm crazy. It was a couple <laughs> old people like, you know, go with the Lord, baby. So, you know, I'm like, I, I have no choice at this point. Like, I got to see this soon. So when I, um, I think it was you, my birthday was coming up and you was like, what you want for your birthday? I was like, a job, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so my, it was the week of my birthday. It wasn't on my birthday. It was the day before. That's when, oh, um, I had called Andy <laughs> and I, you know, I was like, Hey, I don't know if you heard, but I got laid off. <laughs> and he said, no, they, they laid you off for real. And I'm like, yeah. And I said, you know, I was wondering, uh, did you, would you possibly have a position for me? Cause I was putting in applications, but you know what I'm saying? I want to, you know, seek out every avenue. You know, if I was going to do this, I was going to do it. Yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah, he said, put an application. He said, I'd love to have you down. I'm like, great. So, uh, and he was like, he'll be able to meet my salary. I'm like, great. I ain't losing no money, but, you know, great. You know, so mm -hmm. uh, my uh, old director of mine that had left before I got laid off, uh, named Michael, he uh, reached out to me. He was like, hey, my queen, what's going on? I heard you got laid. I was like, yeah, who right here tell my business, though? But, yeah, I got, I got laid off. And he was like, you know, do you have any prospects? What, what you doing? What you doing? And I was like, well, you know, I'm putting applications. And I reached out to Andy. Andy said, I can come down there. He was like, you're not going down there. I said, yes, sir. He said, you really going down there? And I said, honestly, I said, I don't have any kids. I don't have any, I don't have a husband. My lease is about to be up in a month. Like, if I was going to move, now would be the time. Like, you know, the Lord had allowed me to be laid off in a, a perfect storm of my life. And yeah. I was, and he was like, well, you know, there's another casino down there, you know. Um, you know, Diamond Jacks, I think they're looking for application for, especially I can put it in words for you. And I'm like, oh, okay. But in my head, I'm like, I don't know the folks who going over here Andy yet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I, I was like, you know, I'm going to see them both through because I don't like to be one of those people like, you know, somebody looking out on me and I'm not really uh, putting in the effort. So I put in an application at both. Uh, I didn't put on there that I knew Andy. I didn't want to seem like some type of favoritism, but when the, his, his manager called, like, I don't know if the guy was having a bad day, but it was just like, it was dry. And, 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 and he just, he, he, I don't know. He didn't feel like that he, I was interviewing him. Like I'm telling him about myself. Like he was just so nonchalant and just uncaring, like not engaging me at all. So I'm like, it's, it's fine. I said, because I know Andy, I was like, I don't even have to deal with this guy. I can go straight to Andy. But when the director for Diamond Jake's call, you know, me and Chris talked for about two hours. Oh, okay. And I was just like, wow. I said, but now I don't know them over there. I know Andy. I'm going to go where I know. 
And so when it came salary time, Andy already told me he could match my salary. But I was like, you know, I really don't want to go Diamond Jacks anyway. So, of course, I'm going to tell them I want more. <laughs> and they said, okay. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, but, you know, I, I'm going to Andy. I'm like, but they said, okay, <laughs> I don't want it to be about the money, but I don't want to, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you got an opportunity, you have to take it. So I, I I took it in on top of, you know, an increase in salary. They also gave me a relocation bonus. Oh. So my moving, my everything I needed to do to get down there was taken care of, you know? So, you know, because I had, stepped out on faith, you know, I know this is a manifestation uh, podcast, but, you know, faith and manifestation, go like together. all that, to me, yeah, it goes together. But I started that job, you know, I, I called Andy and I was like, hey, I'm coming down there, but uh, I'm going to Diamond Jack. <laughs> and he was like, that's fine, my queen. And he said, you got to do what's best for you. He was like, I'm happy for you. You're going to love it down here. And I started September the 2nd at Diamond Jack. When Andy left, it was March. I told him I'd be down there six months. From, September, from March to September is six months. Manifestation. So, manifestation. The, so the, the Bible tell us to speak those things as though they already were. I don't. I, exactly. I don't mean to talk about the Bible all the time, but I do mean to talk about the Bible all the time because it's where all the good stuff comes from. They can help us and push us through in this life. So I just had to throw that out there. Yes, indeed. And you know, since then, you know, it's like every time something that was told to me growing up, like manif- you know, it, it manifests. What I'm trying to say. Well, it comes into emancipation. I, you know, it shows me another piece that I need in my success. So from then, now I'm careful about the words I speak over myself and definitely over other people. Because yes. I don't want that other that energy in return. So if I don't, I don't put my my words on nobody unless I'm putting positivity on that person and myself. So that changed, you know, even like, you know, negative thinking or whatever, like I had to, you know, switch that or whatever. Cause uh, during that time I, I kept telling myself I was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing what the Lord is telling me to do. So I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. So I had to keep thinking it and telling myself that. You know, and, you know, I feel that during that time I wasn't, you know, I might have been a little worried, but I wasn't stressed. Okay. You know. So what would be, um, before we close out, what would be three things that you would share with people about um, it looks like your tools of manifestation are like making sure that you speak those things that you want and that you have positive talk to yourself. So what, like in that, what would you tell them? How would you tell them to utilize those tools? Utilize those tools. Well, they can be utilizing anything like uh, me and you, you know, to talk about, you know, weight loss. So, 
I was talking to Jackie about getting on there or whatever, and I said so much or whatever about getting back into to the gym, and you know, lo and behold, <laughs> I get a call from Planet Fitness, you know, telling me about their free little membership drive, and they want me to come work out or whatever. So you know, I'm studying, saying, and the Lord is, you know, sick of hearing me say it. And he's about to see what I'm about. <laughs> so <laughs> when I go to this uh, little um, two-day or whatever, I want to say it's two-day, day or two or whatever, um, little workout or whatever at Planet Fitness, you know, my plan is to keep it going, you know. And, you know, like it don't have to just stop with um, – you know, physical stuff like job or uh, uh, or losing weight, it can be mental. You know, you know, telling yourself before you even thinking that something's gonna be okay. Last, you know, okay. Last quick question: What was it that you were saying while you were out here, and I was like so upset with this book stuff because, like. I think you were more excited initially than that I was because I was like really pissed off because I did something wrong. I was like, Marquita had to be praying or manifesting something for me because I was being ignorant, Keila. I was like, ah, well, 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 whatever. But what was it that you, or were you saying? Like, what was it that you were saying? Oh, the, the same prayer that I always have for you. Let my friend see her greatness. Let my friends see her greatness and, you know, with all my friends or whatever, because whew, this is crazy. I'm getting so emotional right now because all of us are so close to our parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My prayer when I pray for my friends, it's always that, you know, our parents know that we love them. Yeah. They would definitely know that, but I want them I always pray, I know for, you know, my my close-knit that our parents see what they invested in us, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, see it come to life. You know, everything we done spoke on, everything we done said, and, you know, with you, you know, you, you are bringing all of that. Your mom, you know, is seeing all of that, you know. So I am definitely happy for you and, you, and oh, my goodness, you just don't know, you know. Thank you so much, friend. I'm happy for you too. You like this? I think I told somebody not too long ago, Miss Ma. Like, um, I'm thankful for like my starting five, my lineup. Because <laughs> y'all are uh, y'all are so supportive and so encouraging, and like we like this is actually who we have been. It's the crazy thing. It's like the the women who we are were the the young ladies who we were too. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, this was who we was because it was like how we were brought up. So, um, yeah. Yeah, like I totally get it, and I'm I'm grateful and thankful for you as a friend. Uh, that and thank you for that prayer, and I pray that same prayer. But I don't pray that you that you see you great because you already know that you're great. Um, but I know why you pray that prayer for me because you know I'm always like, uh, uh-uh, ain't nobody gonna. And, and the people in the podcast world know because I've been saying like, I always said, ain't nobody gonna listen. They ain't gonna do da da da. No, you been your head you a little too much, and I yes. have to remind you, like you know. <laughs> do you remember your obstacles? Do you remember what you overcome? Do you remember, you know what I'm saying? You done already, you already battle tested. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, 
So, you know, when you as battle tested as you are, you know, you just have to know yeah. and be done with it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have to, you know what? I know what I've done in the past. Mm-hmm. So whatever I touch going forward ain't going to be nothing but the best, nothing but greatness. It's just going up, Maquita. Like, are you ready for this uh this book launch in March? Yes, we, I we am. Do this book and I did, you March. didn't tell me that the the uh paperback was ready. I, I just thought don't have I'd to be. go out. You said it would be ready in a few days, but then you didn't say anything else. I'm like, did something happen? Because normally you would be like, hey, you know what I'm saying? It's on there now. I apologize, friend. I apologize. But don't, don't, you haven't ordered it, have you? Well, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't ordered okay, yet. What good, is going because on? my production manager, Mr. Anthony Edwards, is currently building AquilaMiles.com. And I would like for you to order it off AquilaMiles.com so that you can get your signed copy from your best friend. Okay. Oh, oh, that's what I'm talking about. But you know I got to get two, one for me and one for AT. Okay, cool. Well, you, I'm going to sign both of them. Just tell me what you want them to say. <laughs> well, okay. Um, this has been great, 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 great. Tell, again, tell Grandma, I said happy birthday. Um, rest in peace, Mr. Perry, great man. Mr. Ben yeah, Perry from Jones City, happy believe, birthday. I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, no Tomorrow is uh, Uncle Vic's birthday, too. So since he's been oh. with my ACA, he's been celebrating his birthday with my grandma. So we back. Yeah. Y'all in Atlanta? No, we in Jonestown. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, tell, tell uh, Uncle Vic and Auntie Ann I said hello and Uncle Vic. Uncle Vic down here well. too. And Uncle Big Car, hello. Tell the family. I said Akila, Akila said hello from Podcast World and happy birthday to everybody. Y'all enjoy yourselves and um, eat some cake and some good food for me. I know, right? These kids, they kind of slick mad, I think. Grandma had been on them about cleaning or whatever, so that was their birthday pro- per- birthday present to her. I done got them to clean up the bathroom. Ooh, they done did. Ooh, they done touched every surface but the ceiling. Look at God. I'm talking about every towel wall. Oh, they they thought they were done. I don't know what they thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to take them back. Well, my grandma used to sit in the seat with the belt. Now they uh uh-uh, you need to hit that again. Okay. I don't know why you call that clean. Lord have mercy. Well, thank you so much, Marquita, for um letting me call in, call you in and talk to you about manifestation. And thank you for being so vulnerable with podcast work because you know this is um out there on in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, so many more. If you just go to Anchor and look us up. Uh, but we appreciate you so much here, Marquita, at 30-something and Virgin. And we're going to go ahead and close this particular one out. All right. All right. Thanks, friend. Well, love you. Talk to you later. All right. Love you, too. All right. Bye. Bye. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to our fourth podcast. We're so excited for you to hear Manifestation. We're probably going to turn this into a two-part podcast. Um, One, where we're talking about Manifestation in one particular way and on one and another. So just be on the lookout for that for our two-part series on Manifestation. And we are so excited um, to keep pushing up our viewers. So if you don't mind, please go to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, anchor um youtube and subscribe when you subscribe to these particular things they go ahead and every time i upload on friday you will get that 
that thing on Saturday is the up the video upload for um, YouTube. But you will also get a little ding notification saying like, hey, 30 something inversion has a new podcast up. So you can already have it in your inbox ready for you to go. Thank you all so much and have a great night. See you on podcast. Bye.